We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't, you didn't take, take a deep breath. Didn't take a huge deep breath before that one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Hey, we're here. Hey, guys. Yo. All WNY, Think So Joe Show. We're here. We're on the air. You can communicate with us through your usual means. If Which you, are Twitter, Facebook. Mostly Twitter. You could text message us if you have I, our numbers. I, I suppose you could do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't look at my phone, so you could text Karina. I compulsively look at my phone, but I don't do anything on I, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not usually on my phone during the show, and that's... Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, well, I'll you're look, on Twitter, though, and you're look on at, Facebook. I'll look at my phone afterwards, and I'll, I'll have, like, six text messages from Nick Lucido. <laughs> like, apologizing for booking a show the same night as my birthday show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. We just can't uh, win lately. I, I'm I'm up against everybody lately. Like, <laughs> like Saturday was music is art. And we played at the same time as Strange Standard and uh, 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 Over and Out. Yeah. And, like, obviously everybody's over and over and out. Yeah. So, like, I feel bad for Strange Standard because I'm sure they didn't have, like, as soon as Yellow Sauce was over, it's like, oh, shit, we finished early. Let's go see Over and Out. Like, I was so glad we got to catch, like, a good chunk of their set. Oh, my God. And I, I, uh, you went home right after. I did. Uh, and I, I took uh, my daughter home, mm-hmm. and I came back. And part of me was like, you know what? I kind of want to go to Grindhouse. Because there was a show going on, a grind a Grindhouse pissing match was playing, oh. and uh, my singer Kevin was there yeah. attending the show. And I was uh, part of me was like, I should go to this. I, I should skip Green Jello and go catch the, you know, still local acts. Yeah. I, I mean, Green Jello is a local act, but... You get the idea. Um, so I went back anyway, and I'm like, you know what? Let me check out uh, some other bands. And I checked out Mom Said No, who were just like, uh, just the crowd was so into them. That's so awesome. Just like, so they were inside. They were on the main stage, mm-hmm. like where we saw the where Descendants. Grosh was? Where Grosh was. And where we saw the Descendants, uh, you know, a, a year or so ago. Right. And the whole place was crowded. I was I was uh, hanging with Zany, and we were... Uh, I wanted to cut through and go to the side so sideshow stage, easy for me to say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let's go around because I don't think we're going to get through this. Yeah. And so we went around and it, uh, got over to the sideshow stage. I lost Zany at some point. Oh, jeez. Um, I, I don't uh, – he – like I started watching Coffin Hook and he kind of bounced. Uh, he told me he was really into Iron Soul and I had no idea who he was talking about it at the moment. And then it hit me like later like – Oh, with two girls in the band on the sideshow stage. That's yeah. Iron Soul, who are playing my birthday show on November 15th. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, but um, so Green Jello, it was just crazy. Madness. Like, I, I, it, madness is probably the more appropriate word. And I, I'm really glad I went back to check it out because it was just insane. Yeah. Just insane what was going like. Uh, some uh, Kermit the Frog was there. I saw the pictures and I was so happy. There was a video. Did I shared the video? Did you see that? I don't know if I saw the video. There was a video of Kermit singing along with three little pigs. Oh my god, that's um, amazing! 
there's another video floating around of Bill Manspeaker gets hit in the face twice with one of the punk rock puppets and like jumps off stage and goes after the guy. Oh my goodness. I didn't see that. I don't know how I missed that. (laughs) Uh, Gets off stage, goes after the guy. So uh, later on, Bill gets down off the stage. He's got this rickety ass chair that he's been standing on the whole (laughs) night. And he looks around and he's yelling at one guy to hold up his mic cable. Bill yells a lot if you haven't been to a Green Jello show. <laughs> Bill's yelling at this guy, hold up, you know, hold up my mic cable, hold up my mic cable, because he wants people to mosh around him while he's on this rickety ass chair. <laughs> and he looks over and he sees Ryan Craig, the uh, the door guy from the Tudor, for those of you that don't know him. Uh, he and he's like, You get over here, hold this chair. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. And and just so Ryan's over there, Bill's in his underwear. So Ryan's like holding on to Bill, holding on to the chair. Bill's swinging his shirt around. Everybody's (laughs) moshing, you know, circle pit around him. And the next thing I know, Ian from Cardboard Homestead, who is very proud that the uh, PA caught on fire, apparently, while they were playing. I need details about this, but yes. Um, from what I'm told, it, it just started smoking, okay. and they started, you know, they exaggerated it a little bit. Okay. Uh, and they just replaced it, and it was fine. Uh, but, so, I, I see Ian, and Ian is fuming. Fuming. Just rather, just just wants to beat the shit out of somebody. Fuming. This is somebody who is riled up most of the time anyways, and he was beyond that. He's fuming. He's furious. And he's like, he's he's standing there. I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. I don't want to go to jail, but I'm going to jail. I'm like, dude, what what, what can I do? Yeah. Like, how can I help? How can I calm you down? How can I stop you from going to jail? And he's like, no, no, this guy, this guy fucking hit Sally. You don't fucking hit Sally. Oh my Sally is this little tiny she is, individual uh, from the band over tiny. and out. Yeah. Uh, who has this giant of a boyfriend named Tyler from on the cinder, <laughs> uh, which is, it's, you know, it's crazy to see them, but you know, they're, they're the cutest couple though, besides yeah. us, obviously. <laughs> but, um, but uh, so I'm, I don't know what happened. I didn't see this. So, um, next thing I know, there's this circle pit going on and Ian's trying to tackle this one dude and he, you know, got a couple of good shots, uh, you know, checks in on the guy, like shoulder checks or whatever. And, uh, Ryan comes around, Ryan sees the guy coming around and just shoulder checks the guy straight into Ian's arms. Ian takes the guy down and like, I don't, I, I didn't see Ian throw any punches. Mm-hmm. I, I, that does not mean that he didn't. I just did not see him do it. Uh, from the angle I was watching this from, I did not see any punches thrown, but Ian's on top of this guy and being pulled off of this guy. Oh my goodness. Um, and like green jello security comes over and are like breaking it up. And you know, Ian's in the one guy's face. You don't fucking hit a woman. You don't fucking hit a woman. Aww. Again, at this point, I have no idea what happened. Uh-huh. Um, but Ryan comes over, taps the one security guy on the shoulder, says that guy over there has got to go. And so they send this guy out of there that Ian tackled, that Ryan <laughs> and Ian like combined to tackle. And Ian's just, you know, yelling at like just in the security guard's face. I'm fucking going home anyway. Go ahead. Send me home. Fuck. You know, like <laughs> Ian's pissed. Fucking pissed. Understandably so. Yeah, yeah. If, if he thought that somebody was being too, uh, too rough with Sally. I understand right. that. Um, because Sally's not only, you know, not only female, little, 
she's well respected in our community. Right, right. And 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 so you know I understand. So finally, when everything's all said and done and Green Jello's done playing, I went to Sally. I said, "What the fuck happened?" And she like links her arm around mine and starts like you know throwing yeah. throwing her elbow around like jerk you yeah. know jerking me around a little bit. And she's like, "That's what the guy was doing." And she's like, I don't think the dude even realized like who he was doing it to because yeah. I had she had one of those uh, punk rock punk puppet. puppets, uh, and it was like a full really. If you didn't know who was in it, yeah. you don't know who's in it. I mean, she was wearing a dress or a True. skirt or something, so she if was. any leg was out, you could tell that's a young lady in there. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, and, and like you said, it could have been a kid for all that guy. Yeah, knew. because she um, is small. But, uh, you know, to be, you know, she's of the mindset of, you know, this guy didn't know. He didn't know yeah. what he was doing. Like, um, but uh, from my understanding is um, not only did Ryan and Ian see this, Ashton saw this mm-hmm. and Tyler saw this. Oh, wow. Uh, so apparently Ashton and Tyler like combined to like sandwich the guy in the mosh pit. And those are two big dudes. Oh, my God. You don't want to get in between them. Oh, my God. Um, and then the tackle with Ryan and yeah. Ian. And just Ian was pissed. And like yeah. Ian was more pissed than anybody else. Like Sally was just like, I'm OK. It's cool. You know? <laughs> Um, so, you know, and then I'm talking to Ashton about it and Ashton links my arm starts like, okay, dude, I, I, I understood. Over this. I, I got it when <laughs> Sally showed me, like, I, I understand, like, you know, I get why you guys are pissed and I appreciate, I, I have a newfound appreciation for Ian because, yeah. you know, not everybody's going to actually take action and stand up for some, for their friends like that. And that, yeah. that is, a I lot admire. of people will say that. Their loyalty goes that far. I, I admire, I admire the fuck out of them for that because that's just you know, a lot of us would be like, no, you know, that's not worth going to jail over. But right. Ian's like, I'll fucking go to jail. I just hope they give me an inhaler this time. Like, <laughs> oh, he was, uh, yeah, he was ready. He was, just... yeah. And I mean, I know that he he would not hesitate to do something like go to jail for Sally oh, exactly. or any of and, us. And, and you I know? and I I have a greater appreciation and admiration for Ian yeah. uh, than I did previously. And I have, I've always thought highly of Ian. Yeah. I, I kind of love Ian. He's a, he's an entertaining individual, yeah. a talented individual. And, uh, you know, as, as anti-authoritarian as he is, he's a good dude. He is very you much know? so. He has his, uh, his ideals and he sticks with them. And, and stands up for them. And he doesn't, you know, we all are walking contradictions, but not Ian. Ian is what Ian says Ian is. And I, and and you have to admire that. I mean, there, you know, for a lot of us, it's just like, I can't do this. Yeah, I, 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 I have something to lose. I can't fight because I need to work. I need yeah. to, you know, I need to be at work in, in, you know, in my case, like in two hours, you know. Right. Uh, but it was just, holy shit, like, to see the two of them, like Ryan and Ian, like, right. team up to knock this dude to the ground and, and you know, try and teach him a lesson or whatever. Yeah. And, um... You know, so like I said, security instantly sent the guy out, and yeah. Ian was managed to stick around for a little while. And I'm surrounded by like the dudes from Cardboard Homestead, Brandon Ross from Just One More is there, yeah. and, like like all these people I know. And it's just like, yeah, uh, that you know, from from my understanding, yeah, that dude deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, um, you know, I, I, you know, all that being said, we don't condone we, no. violence. Violence doesn't 
solve violence, you know, but sometimes you do what you have to do, you know, um, and sometimes the most effective thing is to shake somebody up physically. I think, uh, you know, it, it behooves us to have a friend like Ian who will go to bat for you and fight somebody for you because... Not everybody's going to do that. Yeah. Not everybody is able to do that, you know, as as far as, um, you know, not, you know, being able, being willing to go to jail, yeah. one, uh, and, and being willing to sacrifice being able to work or whatever because yeah. they're in jail or, you know, willing to hurt themselves for, for you know, the cause or whatever. Yeah. And, and Ian is uh, just... He's a stand-up guy, and I appreciate yeah. that about him, and I'm glad he's on my side. You know? <laughs> um, but Music as Art was a great event. Oh all. You, you managed to stay most of the day. I'm proud of you. I can't you even there believe for... it. I went home, and I I conked out, but it was it was worth it. You, I, were, you were there for about six and a half hours. Uh, yeah, you, we got there about yeah. 1.30. You left at 8. Yeah. We got Ubers at the same time. You got an Uber, and I got an Uber, and your Uber... Uh, showed up within two minutes. My Uber was right around the corner, but it took him 10 minutes to get to us because of traffic. <laughs> he was already on the bridge and dropping somebody off in front of Ironworks. He oh. called me, actually. He calls and he says, where are you? If you're at Ironworks, I'm right out front. I said, well, I'm around the corner. I'm, a, I'm on the other side of the river. Uh, but if it's easier for you, if you can find a spot to pull over, we can come out, we can yeah. walk over there. Oh, no, no, I'll come get you. I'll come get you. Like, okay, cool. So we yeah. stood there. You know, we, we saw which way he was going, so we crossed the street and waited over there for him and, uh, you know, got our Uber. Uh, I got her home. Like I said, I was going to – a part of me was like I should go to Grindhouse. Yeah. But a bigger part of me was like, you know what? This is like Green Jello's second show since their farewell show here. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they are mostly in Europe now, so how many more chances will I have? Right. And it's always a good time. It's always fun. All my friends are there. All my fr- – and I – you know, a lot of people I bumped into throughout the day. I was like, "Yeah, I'll be, I'll be here for Green Jello. I'll see you guys there." Yeah. So it was kind of like, "Yeah, let me, let me, you know, honor that and go see Green Jello." Yeah. Um, but we got there one uh, thirty. We were trying to see Pine Fever. Yeah, I don't know if we missed them or what happened. Um, it was some country band. And you thought they were that was Pine Fever. You thought I, I wanted to go I, see some country band. I don't know who Pine Fever is. So. Well, Pine Fever has like a stand-up bass, and um, I think they have a banjo and like a fiddle or a violin and the keyboard. Like they're like an old-time saloony band. Yeah, I mean they're listening to all this country music my grandma used to listen to. Right. And I'm just like, this this is what you wanted to see. Like, no, okay, that is not what I wanted. Nothing against country music. It is not my cup of coffee. Right. And and then you mentioned, no, this is you know, when's Pine Fever going on? I said, isn't this Pine Fever? And you said, <laughs> no, this ain't Pine Fever. And you explained what you just explained. And I said, okay, screw it, let's go see the Barksdales. Yep. yep. Uh, and we actually, no, I think my original intent was to go see just one more. Uh, I think we were walking over to see just one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to catch a you know a little bit of their set and then head over to see that's Barksdales. right, that's right. And what had happened is we bumped into Brandon. Yes. Uh, who told us, no, don't come see me. Please go see the Barksdales because this is going to suck. 
Uh, yeah, it was just him. Uh, as it was just him performing instead of the entire band. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, if you... That's not ideal, huh? You know, if you insist, we'll go see the other band, but yeah, we, we were coming to support you, man. Yeah. Like, he's like, no, no, go go see the Barksdales, dude. So He was so serious about it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. man. <laughs> so we went and saw the Barksdales. It was, uh, you know, had a great time. Really enjoyed the Barksdales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cardboard Homestead were up next. Now, here's here's the kicker. Here's the other thing about, about Cardboard Homestead and Ian is they don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, we watched the Barksdales and their guitar player points to the singer and says, give it up for, uh, for uh, 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 Jesus, fuck. Uh, <laughs> give it up for Nate. I, I had to think of his name. I'm sorry, Nate. Uh, give it up for Nate uh, for restraining himself and not swearing on that last song, right? Because this is a family-friendly event. So oh. Cardboard Homestead is the next band up. And Ian once they get once they get going, country road. No, they are not going to play <laughs> Fuck Bob Denver. John Denver. John Denver, yeah. I keep getting him confused. He's he's just like, uh, yeah, fuck John Denver. Like, oh, man. Like, oh my we're, we're standing there like already we, planning. We're like, what are we going to do when they kick him off the stage? We were already planning to only catch like two songs. And we're, we're just like, okay, well, uh... They're not going to get past one right. song, so we'll, we'll get an early start on the on the Dreadnecks. <laughs> uh, so we caught a couple of uh, Cardboard Homestead songs, got over to catch the Dreadnecks, who were introduced by Bill Manspeaker. Yeah, and that was my first time seeing the Dreadnecks. It was my daughter's first time seeing the Dreadnecks, too. Oh, my God. Priceless. <laughs> Priceless. Okay, Joe's daughter listens to, like, mainstream hip-hop and stuff like that, and... She's got Grant in her face, grabbing Joe, sharing the microphone, and she just, <laughs> she looked like, I don't know if she was confused or scared or what, but then the mosh pit broke out at one point, and she's standing right next to it, and she just, she didn't know what to do. So I went over, and I put my arm around her, I was like, I gotcha, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, she later told me that uh, she was kind of scared. <laughs> and I texted Grant and I said, you'll be happy to know that my kid was a little scared watching you perform. And a, and a laughy face and he he tagged it with a laugh react. So, <laughs> uh, you know, she wasn't like terrified or anything. Like it didn't scar her for life, but she, you she know. She was uncomfortable. She was definitely like, uh, am I going to get hurt here? <laughs> like, you know. Um, no, Grant is uh, Grant is very gentle even when he is pretending to hurt you. <laughs> uh, believe me, I know. Yeah, you guys have your ongoing uh, feud. <laughs> so Stone Temple Pilots is playing tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I, I will get back to music as art in just a second, but Stone Temple Pilots is playing tonight. And I just got a text from uh, a certain employee slash former co-host who works at Rapids. Oh, my God. Uh, and he uh, he sent me a message and he said, my best friend... Uh, former bass player is at Rapids. Oh. I, I'm I'm half tempted to text Brian back and just be like, dude, go find him and call me. We're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that might be interesting, but I, I think is if he saw Brian, he'd walk right the fuck away. So you know. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Laura yeah. Moore got attacked by a spider. Oh, what kind? I don't know. She said uh, a spider just attacked her while she was typing. Oh. Hey, is this the sandwich video? Uh, no. 
No, a different minute with Think So Joe? Yeah, that that's the original minute with Think So Joe. Oh. The sandwich video is like three and a half minutes with Think So Joe. <laughs> I, I told her it was like, you know, three and a half times better, but she kept telling me it wasn't. I enjoyed it. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, uh, you know, caught the dreadnecks and then immediately as soon as they were done, like I was thinking of leaving earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's Brian who texted me and told me that a certain former bass player is uh, at the Rapids. Anyway, um, as soon as we were done with dreadnecks, we walked inside and we caught the tail end of Grosh's set. Oh, yeah. Which now has me dying to see Devin Dwyer versus Grace Logan in a guitar battle. <laughs> So look for that in the future. Uh, we're, 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 we're trying. We're, we're yeah. talking about it. We're discussing ideas yeah. uh, because that would just be epic. Yeah, uh, it really The two would. of them just going, because she's such a great technical guitarist, mm-hmm. and he's great with, like, solos and sweet picking. And, and not to say that she couldn't do any of right, that. Right, right. And, uh, and I think she could, and I think she would give Devin a run for his money, and I'd really love to see that. <laughs> And we were also talking about, like, other, you know, uh, Vincent Lima from the Scarecrow Show versus Grace Stumberg would yeah. be a, another great, you yeah. know, battle of guitar players. Um, so that was uh, something. I, I would like to see Drew Azanero, who's a blues and jazz guitar player. I just don't know who I want to see him against. I still say Drew Celestino of The Long Cold Dark. <laughs> I'm down. Would be, would be an down. interesting... Uh, which I'm insanely jealous of members of the Long Cold Dark because they got to go to San Francisco and see Metallica perform with the symphony. <laughs> but luckily, Jason tagged me in a in a video of one of the yeah. songs, and I that was I, nice. Of I him. was very uh, you know excited to hear it um, <laughs> because I knew what kind of style they were going to play the song in, and it's very different from the album version. Oh, um, but I didn't know how it was going to sound with the orchestra, and I thought it was I thought it was really cool. Um, but uh, so after garage, we went and we ate, I think. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure we went and ate. And that's when I found out my kid was scared of uh, Grant. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I am so glad that your kid is so innocent and naive because the area <laughs> that the food trucks and like the tables and everything were in were near the Terrapin stage, which was sponsored by Terrapin Station. And... Um, there were some interesting smells, if you know what I mean. Like, of course. Like, I stopped and thought about turning around and partaking, and I was like, I have a kid with me. <laughs> so after all of that, we went over, we went back over and we caught some more bands. We uh, Well, actually, uh, we walked around a little bit. We caught, we caught a little bit of uh, Randall and Light Night Scandals. Yeah, just a little bit. Just, um, just, actually... It was kind of painful. Like, they are so good, but the sound, and it had, I'm sure it has nothing to do with the sound guy, and I'm sure it has to do with the room. Sure. Because it was like a garage kind of room. Sure. And it was, it was small it was a speaker. It was small it, speakers on a stick. It wasn't adequate sound reinforcement, and you couldn't, you just, the balance wasn't there. You couldn't hear anything. Everything that you could hear was painful. It was just, it was awful sound. I, as much as I like them, I couldn't sit through it. So we took off. We went. We walked through the uh, the silos. Yeah, uh, where the that infri- was so all cool. the infringed art stuff was going on. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, we we didn't bump into Ryan Garnett until after the fact. We were walking yeah. through the sideshow area, and he was sitting there. Uh, so we chatted with him for a second, and uh, then I got the you know I, I was like, let's go, uh, let's go see Sarah Elizabeth play over at the songwriter stage. Mm-hmm. 
And as soon as, you know, because I'm like, I got to go that way anyway. I think I got to check in for the yellow sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're heading that way. And we bump into Dewey, and Dewey's like, uh, yeah, I just got a text from Leland. You should probably get over to the stage. You guys are, are probably going on early. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. So Good we, to know, right? So we skipped. Well, Leland had texted me, too, and I just you hadn't just looked had at my phone. Uh, so it's like, all right, guess we're going to the rink. Yep. So we went straight over to the rink, and uh, I guess uh, the drummer for Elaney and the Bliss had a family emergency. We hope everything's okay. Yeah. Uh, so Elaney did a solo uh, set a little shorter than what she was supposed to play. The sound guy's telling us everybody's got an hour on this stage. Oh my goodness. We're just That's like, so long. Isn't it supposed to be 45 minutes? Okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we saw Elaney DeGeorge play. She was good, even though it was just her, you know? Like, yeah, she, she no. made the most out of it. She did really well, and uh, she actually... Uh, a, a bunch of like little kids came up to her and got their picture taken with yeah. her. And she's got a video of this, or uh, I think it was just pictures, just pictures of all these little kids coming up to her and, and getting their picture taken with her. And I commented, I said, I'm just off to the right behind you in this picture, <laughs> like just off camera, waiting for you to move your amp. <laughs> <laughs> So that I can sit down. That was down. right where you sat was where her amp So was. I could sit down and do my yellow sauce bit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, we uh, you know, did our did our shtick. Uh, finished about 7.30. Uh, we were supposed to play till like, 7.45. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go see the rest of Over and Out. We, like, took off. We did oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, I said goodbye to Ryan. I said goodbye to Leland. I said, let's go. And Jasmine. And Jasmine. And we went over and we saw Over and Out. Uh, the rest of, you know, the, the last, uh, you know, third of their set, two thirds of their set, maybe. I don't know about you, but I danced my butt off. I had a great time. I really, after seeing them in the bronze, I wanted to see them on a, in a venue where they could move around. And yeah. that was, uh, that's definitely yep. uh, the songwriter stage at Music is Art. They had plenty yeah, of room. And they were, looked like they were having so much fun. Part of me wanted to like get up on stage, grab a, they had like a drum throne sitting next to the keyboardist. I almost wanted to grab that and sit down and start reading the book. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know if they would appreciate that, or if uh, many of the people there would understand what right, I was doing. Right. Like, so I I decided not to. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, you know a lot of a lot of they had a lot of energy, a lot of fun. We took off right after that. Yep. And I came back. Uh, like I said, I caught mom said no. I wanted to see muddle. Uh, but yeah. when I got over to the stage that they were on, which was the stage Yellow Sauce played on and finished fifteen minutes early or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just there was a changeover going on. Oh. And so I'm like, I don't know if Muddle played or if Muddle is playing next or right. what's going on. So I said, screw it, I'm gonna go over to the, you know, stage. I caught coffin hook and I caught green jello and uh Which you uh, wanted to catch coffin hook anyways. I, I always want to catch I know coffin you do. hook. They're an incredible band if yeah. you haven't seen them yet. Yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to actually book them on a show yet. Um We'll have to work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we could do. Uh, but, um, you know, they're Maybe guita- I'll reach out to them about November. Their guitar player uh, does all the booking at Tudor Lounge. Yeah. And we are going to talk about Tudor Lounge at length in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> for your safety, Laura Moore has band dancing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My ass is missing, Laura. <laughs> if you see it anywhere, please set it aside for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a great show. Lots of great artists over the weekend, and uh, and we and not just the musicians, the visual oh, arts. Absolutely. Um, it was it was. I mean, there were like the the zombie and you know like 
creatures walking around. Over the sideshow stage, we yeah. got to see all the uh, great, uh, you know, painters and everything over at yep. the uh, Ganson Michigan stage and, and also on the main stage mm -hmm. and all over the place, really. Yeah. Um, we got to see a, a tent nearly blow away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that was a tent covering paintings. So it was it could have been quite disastrous, but I think everything was okay. Yeah, I was I was about to run over and try and help because I saw it was like the leg was stuck on top of the tent next to it. Oh. Um so I was going to run over and just kind of like move it off, but somebody else noticed before I even managed to move. So right. it was like, "Oh, okay, good. I, they, they got it. <laughs> it's taken care of." Uh, that was during the dreadnecks. It was like it was raining. It was it was like it wasn't like pouring, but it was like thick drops. Yeah, and it only was for a little while. Yeah, you know it was. I but mean, it was not, a nice it, day, even though there was rain, because it didn't. It wasn't a long rain at all. It's not music as art if it doesn't rain. Bless <laughs> and it's, you. That was a cough, but yeah. Jesus loves kinda, you. Yeah, I, I'm sure he does. Hail Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, Leland managed to, uh, you know, I, I'm very surprised that Yellow Sauce didn't play Taco. There weren't any kids there. There weren't. And we were also, we also discussed it before the set. I said, dude, you could, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you play Taco. And he said, well, you know, it says bitch in the first, I said, dude, just change the word bitch to chick. Yeah. And it'll be fine. Because there's no, like, swearing in it. It's just... There really isn't. It's just innuendos. It's innuendos, and kids aren't going to get it. Well, you would hope not. I would hope not, right? <laughs> um, I mean, and if they do, it's because they heard that shit at school and know what the fuck's going on, you know? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> these kids these days. I know. But, uh, yeah, no, we had a great time at Music is Art, and uh, thank you to Robbie Taycock and yeah. everybody who put that together. And, yeah, it's uh, more than Robbie. There's a huge team of people. Oh, well, that that's why I said do. Robbie and everybody, because I know there's a lot of people behind yeah. that. Uh, news 4 was spotted at the Yellow Sauce uh, yeah. performance. Yeah. We, we didn't make the news broadcast, though, apparently. Nah. Uh, so that's okay. Maybe next year. That's okay. Um, but we had a, you know, we had a heck of a time. We really enjoyed our, our time playing. There was... You know, we started off playing to basically nobody, but there was quite a few people there when we yeah, finished. Yeah. Um, so I was happy no kids, about that. Though. No kids. No, no kids. No kids. Uh, I was happy about that, and I was also happy we got to see over and out. And uh, I know. You know, I'm know. I'm looking forward to seeing them at the uh, on the Cinder CD release show. Yeah. That we got to talk to those guys about uh, getting an interview going for that now because yeah. we interview them for everything. Everything. Uh, but um. We're going to talk about some CD releases. We're going to talk about uh, Tudor Lounge. We're going to talk about some other stuff uh, when we come back. Uh, so we're going to play some music right now. And, what are we going to play? What are we going to play? And uh, we have some music from Poison the Prophet. Oh, my goodness. These guys are playing the United Artistry Festival, Fall Festival, uh, which we'll tell you about when we come back. Sure. Um, it's out in Rochester. That's where they're based. Um, I saw these guys open for Soul. Fly. Sounds about right. And uh, I fell in love with them. And uh, yeah, I love you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Poison the Prophet on All WNY Think So Joe Show. This song is called Addition by Subtraction. Any second now.
poison the prophet on all WNY I think so Joe show. They you know, just have such good energy. And oh my god, live. Like there's so many people in the band. So live, like they're oh my god. You guys gotta see. You gotta see. <laughs> go to Rochester. No, don't go to Rochester. That's on Saturday. Come to the tutor. <laughs> uh in between the song break. <laughs> I had ten Facebook notifications. I was like, ah, let me let me see what uh, what's going on here on Facebook, and uh, eight of them were from the same person, all and liking who, liking who, photos of of me and you. And and who who was it? It was Jasmine. Yeah, I have sixty three notifications. <laughs> How? <laughs> How Jasmine? <laughs> Tonight, if you're not going to the Stone Temple Pilots show at Rapids, there is Neo-Romantics performing in, uh, well, Tonawanda. It's at Stamps. <laughs> it says in Buffalo. Uh, today at 6 to 11, so you're probably already there and not listening to us if you are uh, attending that particular performance. <laughs> uh, Neo-Romantics with Sydney Driggs, Nurse Joyful, Allie Burns, Astrobula, Chase and Rob, and Nate Marlowe. Uh, that's today. Doors opened at 6. Uh, well, you're probably listening to us now, and then you can turn us off at 7 when the right, music right. probably starts. Uh, 18 and up, it's $10 today, day of the show. It's $8 general presale, but that's past you now. You missed that. Um, so, uh, yeah, go check that out. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma's Neo Romantics. You know who else Stamps. is from Tulsa, Oklahoma? Hanson. Ooh. Ooh, I wonder if they know each other. I couldn't find any Hanson vinyl yesterday. I was looking... You're so sweet. I, 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 well, I didn't look in the used. I, I looked in like all the new vinyl. No one's gonna get uh, rid of a Hanson vinyl. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you never know. I mean, they gave they they got rid of an MC Hammer vinyl and a Hall and Oates vinyl. Yeah. I, 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 which I lucked into yesterday. I, I'm happy you know, about that. Yeah. I, I did enjoy listening to, especially, especially the Hall and Oates. I can't believe I just. Ah, <laughs> yeah. See. I told you, Big Bamboom is a great album. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I did tell Brian, by the way, to to, to find uh, that guy and call us. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Friday at Nietzsche's Yace Booking presents Aircraft, VR Sunset, Awful Can Awful, and his Rubber Husband's Band and Expat. <laughs> I, I mentioned, I love that name, Awful Can Awful. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Christina Stocks at Nietzsche's tonight, but don't go see her tonight. Go see her Saturday. Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's tonight. Uh, no, that's Friday uh, from nine to two, and that's all the information. I, oh no, there it is. Five dollars twenty-one and up. Nine p.m. doors. Yeah. Go check that one out. Uh, September thirteenth. That's also Friday. That's this it's is Friday at, the thirteenth. This is at Milky's. Uh, you've got scathed. Who are incredible. Yes. And we may have some kind of announcement about soon. Ooh. Uh, Idiots of Idealism and Fowls. Uh, The thing with Scathed is I actually have to find out if I can book them in this particular venue because of their ages. Oh. They're they're kids still. Yeah. And they're incredibly talented. Yeah. They're incredibly talented. They're only going to get better. And, and the same is true for Mom Said No, who I saw yeah. the other night and, and had just had the whole crowd going, like waving their hands. And, I saw some pictures. Oh, my God. It, it was looked awesome. pretty intense. Yeah. It was, um, it was incredible. Uh, Scathe, Idiots of Idealism, and Fowls. Fowls are from Rochester. Uh, $5, 21 plus. It's at Milky's. Uh, that's Friday, 9 p.m. doors. 
Uh, Saturday. Saturday. Ooh, Saturday. There's a lot going on Saturday. There is a lot going on. This is the one you should go to, though. This is all WNY Acoustic Night at Tudor. Uh, and we've got a great night of music for you. Yeah. Car- Karina has a great night of music for you. Thank I, you. Uh, I, uh, he booked the venue. I booked the venue, and I was starting to reach out to punk bands because I wanted to play there. <laughs> uh, so I started reaching out to punk bands, and it, it hit me. Uh, when I reached out to Over and Out, and, and Rob told me, oh, man, yeah, no, we'd love to, but Sally's got a wedding to go to. Yeah. And I realized it was Eddie from Toy Box Brigade's wedding. <laughs> and I realized that's the same night as the Aquabats show. Fuck. Yep, everything. And I was going to reach out to Chris, and I was going to say, hey, Chris, listen, can you give me a different date, dude? Because, like, I didn't realize I'm busy that night. And you, you said to me, no, you go to the Aquabats, I'll book a show. Yep. And I I got my Aquabats tickets. We're going to talk about that through at some point during the show, my <laughs> adventure getting my Aquabats ticket. Um, so I got an Aquabats ticket, but you booked this incredible show. And unfortunately, one of the bands uh, is not available, Janie Crash and the Tall Man. Yeah. Um, uh, we, Eric er- is having some health issues. And actually, this, this sucks extra because today is Eric's birthday. It is. And not only is he sick with possibly a kidney stone, he also had to spend time at the freaking DMV today. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck? I uh, I did post on Eric's wall. I said, man, you know, happy birthday. I hope you feel better, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not going to get to see you on Saturday. I, I I'm really bummed about I wanted about to that. hug them so bad. Um, and, and we had it worked out where they were going to be the last band and I was going to show up and get to see them. After the after the Aquabats show, uh, they weren't going to be last. But they you weren't. Were, you were. You oh, were okay. Ju- well, they were. They were going to be. Gonna be able to, they were going to be in the time frame I could catch. But anyway, uh, is, is, so who's all on this act uh, on this bill still? Um, let's see. It starts off with Nicotine Jones, who uh, he's in Cardboard Homestead. He was in Hammered and Nailed. Yeah. Um, Incredible musician overall. Just. Like, like, not, like, not just an incredible guitar player. He plays player, just, banjo, he, guitar, um, the the mouth harp, the harmonica. Um, yeah. He, he sings. Overall. He writes. He just... Josiah is an amazing talent. Overall, and an amazing I, musician. I am honored to work with him. And um, so there's going to be Nicotine Jones. And then we have Astra Beulah, who has some other stuff going on this week, too. Um, but don't go to that. Go to this. <laughs> um, and uh, he he is so remarkably talented as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I mean, the fact that both of those dudes just get up on the stage by themselves and just fucking own it, you know. So I, I've never seen uh, Nicotine Jones. Never seen. You him. haven't. I, I've seen him perform with other bands, and I, right. I, I'm I'm well aware of his musical capabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only seen Astrobula once. Oh my goodness! Um, so I'm I, at this the Burt, right? At the Burt, and this is so. Right now, this is just an incredible night of music that I'm like, man, I, I'm I'm missing this, but I have a good reason for missing. It's, it's the Aquabats. It's musical. Royalty. I haven't seen them in 15 years. I haven't seen MC Lars, who's with the Aquabats, in 15 years. Yeah. I actually had uh, reached out to Lars, and I said, "Hey, man, is would you? I know you're probably busy, dude, but like." And I know the first night of the tour is is Wednesday, but would you want to jump on for just a few minutes, you know, sometime during the day and, and, you know, get an interview on my podcast? And he said, man, I would love to. I'm super busy, um, you know, but definitely next tour. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and I and I love Lars for that. I've I've known Lars for 15 years. I haven't seen him in 15 years, but <laughs> I'm not. You know, I've been following him on social media since like MySpace, and we've oh, been. Wow. You know, we've we've interacted plenty of times over the years. His drummer uh, John Longley is uh, was with. Um, Kosha Dills, Kosha Dills at Warp Tour, and I finally got to meet him. Yeah. Um. So I'm really looking forward to Saturday and getting to like you know I'm going to find Lars. We're gonna. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to get my other two CDs signed by him. I gotta find him, <laughs> but I'm gonna get my other two CDs that aren't signed signed by him. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay. Who else we got? Uh, we have Christina Stock. Yes. Who is another you know remarkable talent that gets up on the stage by herself. She is gonna have some guests. But for the most part, she just does it by herself. And uh, she's an incredibly driven musician, incredibly talented, and uh, just has a, an air about her, you know, mm -hmm. that you, you want to check that out. Um, and then we have TJ from formerly of Days Ago. Um, are they are they officially done or are they just on hiatus? I, I think they're just on hiatus. Okay, I, I don't, I, I'm I don't hoping know. because I really enjoy Days Ago. Um, I mean, either way, we we got to do some Days Ago T-shirts. So right, right. <laughs> um, so TJ is going to be um, playing by himself, um, and yeah, I I give these guys so much credit. These guys and this lady. So much credit for just going up on stage by themselves. And, I mean, Tudor isn't... I've only been there a few times, but mm -hmm. I've not been there for this kind of show. Sure. So, you know, I don't I don't know. Um, it's going to be a little different, but, um, you know... It's going to be it's different, just, but it's... It's such a bummer that Janie Crash can't make uh, it. I agree. It's going to be a great show. It's five bucks at the door. Uh, doors are at... What time? Doors are at eight. Doors are at eight. Uh, Twenty-one and up. ID only. Yeah. Ryan will beat you up if you do, if you don't have your ID. He'll tackle you. He, he will. He'll tackle you and he'll, he'll let uh, he'll, he'll let, let somebody Ian else go after somebody you. else take you down and and get some shots in on you. I, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Go go go. Congratulate Ryan on on Saturday. I guess on, on a great tackle. Uh, he should be playing for for the Bills or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's that's going on Saturday. Also Saturday. Uh, this is in Rochester. And this is uh, what we were talking about. At the 585 Rockin' Burger Bar uh, on Pixley Road in Rochester. Uh, there are a lot of acts on this, it looks like. Yeah, um, it's so. a festival. Okay, well, it's a festival. There you go. Uh, and um, I guess i got to click on the flyer to find out who they are. <laughs> Poison, uh, Poison the Prophet, Deluded, Unwill, The Silence Broken, Living in Daydreams, Divine Fallacy, Destroy Create, Perspectives, Blindside Justice, No Way Home, Mood Pill, The Lucifer Device, Tyranitar, Just One More, Grape Soda, BB Dang, Five Second Rule featuring Max Dowd. There's going to be over 25 food trucks and vendors. Holy cow. Uh, this is Saturday, September 24th, 585. What did I say? 24th. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 585 Rockin' Burger Bar, Rochester, New York, outside on the big stage. Uh, doors are at 12. It's $10 advance. Get those now. Uh, or 15 at the door when you show up. So, uh, and it's all ages. Uh, parking available in the Tops Plaza. Uh, 15 bands, a ton of vendors. Rain or shine. Nice. That's going on. Um, so go, uh, go enjoy if that if you're, area. if you're in that area. I don't know why I closed that, but <laughs> I left everything else open, but I closed that one. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, September 14th also, uh, Dave Constantino, uh, along with Grosh, at the Hub in Tonawanda. That's on Young Street in Tonawanda. Uh, I don't know where that is. The Tonawanda's Intermodal Bike Hub. Huh. And I was going to wait till I got to this one to talk about the Aquabats because the Aquabats Super Show aired on the network, The Hub. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, but uh, an end of summer bash outside at The Hub, outside stage, food, beverage, and two wheels. A pre-routed 10-mile bicycle ride will leave at 12 noon from The Hub. All bicyclists welcome. At 2 p.m., the music kicks off with two two killer bands, Dave Constantino and Grosh. Bicycling and two great bands, Saturday, September 14th, all two wheels welcome. Excellent. And uh, we, we just talked about Grosh in the last yeah. segment and how great they were oh the other gosh. day at Music is Art. Um, and just, you know, and they're another band that just, you know, they're relatively new and they're going to mm-hmm. get better. Yeah. Uh, we were at their first show a couple of years ago with when it was just uh, Grace and Josh. Right. And Megan came up and sang a couple of songs with them. And now it's a full band and they're, they're you know, they got an album out and everything. You should go check them out. Yeah. See them. If you know, you could do that and then go to Good Bar. You could. Uh, you could also maybe go to this on Saturday. This is Uniray Records presents Virus X, The Enemies, and Axted Smashed. Uh, 1980s punk rock recording artists Virus X and The Enemies bring their original brand of rock and roll to Mr. Good Bar. Opening the show is Axton Smashed. Partying like it's 1985. <laughs> Come join the fun on Saturday, September 14th. Pre-sale tickets are $3 and $5 day of show. Message the bands for pre-sale tickets. Nice. I didn't know uh, Virus X was around for that long. That's Yeah. That's, a, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they used to play with, um, like, you know how they opened for Green Jello? Yeah. Uh, they used to play with Green Jello Makes back... Sense. When Green Jello was first popular. Uh, so this one is going on on Sunday, the 15th. Uh, this is Michael Graves. Mikhail. See, I'm always yelled at when I say Mikhail. I have always heard Mikhail. I've always heard Mikhail, but my bandmates are like, no, his fucking name's Michael. He's not Joel Mikhail. He's not hosting fucking... You know what? Let's ask Greg, because Greg talks to him. <laughs> And you know what I can do is I could go back and watch nineteen, you know, two thousands WCW and see him wrestle and hear what the announcers call him. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Which is why I think it's Macau, but whatever. But I said Michael because my bandmates are all over me for saying Macau. They're also all over you for saying Jeff. Maybe they don't know how to talk. This might be true. You have a point. <laughs> uh, but this is going to be a killer show on Sunday. Uh, Mikhail Graves performing and celebrating the music of American Psycho and Famous Monsters uh, with The Scarecrow Show. I Was Myself for Halloween. We're going to talk about The Scarecrow Show in a minute. Uh, I Was Myself for Halloween, Chester Copperpot, Midnight Symphony, and The Impurity. Holy shit, what a lineup. Uh, and that's uh, Sunday, September 15th, $15 pre-sale. You can get that right now. $20 day of show. It's 18 and up with ID required. No ID, no entry. Doors open at 5 p.m., this is at Mohawk Place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might want to get your tickets now. It's not that not really a huge no. spot for a member of the Misfits there. How, how many people do you think fit in Mohawk? Like 200? I, I have no idea. I was going to say three. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's low, though. A low number. I, I tried to get on this show. <laughs> and as I was trying to get on this show, um, I, I found out that 
uh, he almost got his ass kicked by Macho Man Randy Savage. Why? Um, I don't remember. But if if you if you want a story, go ahead and look that up. Mikhail okay. Graves and uh, and Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I am so intrigued. Like wrestling things don't really intrigue me that much, to be honest. But uh, I that's interesting. If, if I had to guess, it had to do with Macho Man's then girlfriend who eventually went on to marry Doyle from the Misfits. Oh my god, how funny is yeah, that? Yeah, if shit? you if you can believe. It. I mean, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, it might be uh it might have something to do with uh, you know, how the Misfits wrestled. <laughs> Cuz you know, they wrestled in the 2000s in WCW. Uh we we could do a whole podcast on 2000s WCW, but we're not going to. Not on this time no, slot. Not not here. <laughs> And uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, so September 16th, this is Monday. Monday. Uh, Sean Bootson? I don't know. Uh, I'm, uh, if I'm wrong, then he can correct me, I guess. Uh, Jungle maybe it's Steve. Butson. Maybe. Uh, Jungle Steve and Sarah Elizabeth. As long as, he put, as long as he puts butts in seats, who cares? Oh, oh look oh, at see. you. Uh, that's a 1999 WWF wordplay there. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sarah Elizabeth, Jungle Steve, Sean Bootson, um, intimate evening at Mohawk Place with Sean Bootson and special guests Jungle Steve and Sarah Elizabeth. Uh, Sean Bootson is a singer-songwriter based out of Traverse City, Michigan, mm. uh, who just released his solo album in the summer of 2017, his first solo album, Northern Trails. Uh, 18 Up with ID. It's a $7 uh, cover. 7 p.m. Doors, 8 p.m. Show. That's, again, uh, on Monday. Uh, so on Tuesday at the Skylark, Skylark Lounge, easy for me to say, yeah. in Rochester. Um, and uh, it is the Wyatt Coin uh, album release for their new album, The Big Sound. Is, is this also the tour kickoff? Uh, this may also be the tour kickoff. That's on the next tab. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but... Uh, jo join us as we celebrate the release of The Big Sound at Skylark Lounge in Rochester with Dreadnecks, Over and Out, and Just One More. Holy cow. What a freaking lineup. Oh my god. Uh, production on this album started in 2017 under the guidance and expertise of Jamie McMahon, and they're excited to share this with you all. Pre-orders for the album are available now at the website and will include an exclusive poster with release. It's a beautiful poster it's, it really it, is yeah the, the Not album what you cover would expect is from a punk band yeah the album cover is great um do they have they don't have any kind of uh, indication of how much it costs or anything or uh, uh but uh, just show up and have money i guess bring money i, I don't know what time it, like it says 7 p.m so show up at 7 p.m with money yeah do that i, I don't have any more information than that but um but that's an incredible lineup it really is and they're doing the big sound little tour um, promoting this record. Um, oh, well, we, we actually have some more information here for, for, well, this is for Sunday. This isn't Monday. Yeah, they're doing like a little okay. mini tour. Well, no, I, I get that. This is uh, Basement Transmissions in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, this is the lineup is Doors Open at 7 o'clock uh, with Joe Nameless, who are just as crazy as the Dreadnecks. Oh, yeah? Uh, playing at 8, the Dreadnecks at 9, Digital Afterlife, who are just as crazy as all of oh them. Oh, my God. At 10, and then Wyatt Coin at 11. Like, how can you go wrong? That sounds great. 
And this is, uh, I mean, that's basically the We should look up I don't the know rest they... of the tour. Well, this is supposed to be the tour, like, page. So I don't know why there's no, no there's more. No, there's a different page for every event. Okay, well, then I, I don't know. And I couldn't, so. I, I couldn't, I didn't have the patience to. We'll just click on Wyatt Coin yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll find out. we got a couple of minutes here before we got to get to a song break. Um, Go over to events. Events. Usually yeah. events are right at the top, so I was... Yeah, this one's... Anyway, okay. Uh, so that's 22nd... Okay, Shadow Zone, Columbus, Ohio. That's the 18th. Uh, the, the CD release, album release at the Skylark Lounge in Rochester on the 17th. Uh, Wyatt Coin, Dreadnecks, and Fell Advent at the Ruin, Fort Wayne in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Wow. Uh, Wyatt Coin and Dreadnecks visit Mishawaka? Mishawaka? Mishawaka, Indiana. Uh, Wyatt Coin, Dreadnecks, and the Breezeway in uh, Canton, Ohio at Buzzbin Art Music Shop. Uh, and the 22nd, uh, the Little Tour feature, uh, Big Sound Little Tour featuring Wyatt Coin, Dreadnecks, Basement Transmissions in Erie, Pennsylvania, and then Wyatt Coins turning five on November second at the Tudor Lounge. Aw, that's awesome. Yes. So um, it should be it should be noted that um, you know, to collect these events, I you know I go through Facebook, obviously, but also I put out a post asking you guys to share your events with us. Sure. Um, and a thread started between Dewey and Sally, and it looks like Sally at the Skylark is going to be joining Wyatt Coyne with her violin or fiddle or whatever it is. Um, so if you guys can get to that, it's going to be fucking rad. Happy holidays to the birthday boy, all WNY Corey. Don't crash Joe's car. Is it Corey's birthday it today, is, too? It is Corey's it's birthday. It's everybody's birthday. You guys, Some it's my birthday. sister's yes, birthday. It's Allison's birthday. And she's the most awesome person ever. So if you know her, you should text her or Instagram her and tell her happy birthday because she deserves it. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good point Jasmine has on her what? Facebook status about it. Why aren't, you know, why people were asking her why she's not excited about Chris Brown? Yeah. Like, because he beat Rihanna? Look at my, my, comment on her yeah i was in music business school when that happened yeah. and we we studied the events as they were happening and sadly it hurt rihanna's career more than it hurt chris brown's career namely if, because she released the pictures of her with her face all fucked up and she i mean basically like it's marketing she has an image to uphold people don't want to see her look ugly and that's fucked up because she's not the one who did anything wrong. Exactly. No, that's ridiculous. If you're supporting Chris Brown and you're excited for this Chris Brown concert, turn the fuck off right now. Go away. Unfriend yourself from me. I don't want to hear your fucking Chris Brown bullshit because fuck that guy. Yeah. I hope Ian goes to his show and beats the fuck out of oh him. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, Chris Brown's security so, can probably take so, Ian. So, 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 so at this time, when all this is going on, CM Punk tweets about this, right? And and Chris, no, I don't even think CM Punk said anything. I think Chris Brown said something about CM Punk. Okay. Or something like, like somehow these two start tweeting at each other. Okay. And Chris Brown, like, wants to fight CM Punk, and CM Punk's like, okay, cool. 
And Chris, well, no, you're you're a pussy. You don't want to fight me. And he he's like, I, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm not, this is the last tweet about this. What the fuck? Because CM Punk was like, yeah, I, I'll fight you, dude. I'll like, fight you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, well, you're not a woman, so I, I I won't fight you. Yeah, right. So if you support Chris Brown after all that shit, fuck you. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably true of like half the fucking artists I listen to too. You know, <laughs> like, right. you know. Um, but you know, it's not as publicized because their girlfriends weren't famous singers whose careers got damaged because right. of pictures of them be after being beaten by you. I just I know fuck Chris it's, Brown. It's so fucked up. Fuck Chris Brown. Yeah. I, I just got a, a thing for $3 presale tickets for the uh, Virus X show. <laughs> uh, just, Justin just said, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the Aquabats, dude. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about my adventure getting my Aquabats tickets when we come back. Yeah. Um, but uh, for right now, we got to get into some more music. What are we going to play? We're going to hit up uh, some Christina Stock, which she's got a couple of videos. I don't know what we want to. We already played this one. We have so played I that one. I don't know if you want to play this one, maybe. Uh, that one's a demo. Well, so is that this. That one looks live they're all demos like oh, I, that's, that's, I get it let's go with this one because we played the other one uh, when she released the bathroom uh, demo or whatever yeah. um so this is a song by christina stock it's a demo uh you can check this out on her youtube uh and the song's called fell so hard on all wny think so joe show Say, why don't we try this? 
Been months since we started, my headache is splitting. With the booze we consume, I'll admit that it's fitting. With the look in your eyes, there's one thing you're forgetting. Just the beginning So you say, why don't we try this out? So willing What the hell, why don't we ride this out? Till the thrill is gone Finding out So chilling Maybe it's the crazy things that help me love again Yeah, maybe it's the crazy things that help Christina Stock on all WNY Think So Joe Show. That was so fun and upbeat. It was. You know what's not fun is people thinking that it's Halloween season right now. I do not concur. It, it, it's September, goddammit. It's fall. You know when it's Halloween season? October 30 fucking 1st, when you can go see Just One More and, uh, and Scarecrow Show and, uh, and, and, and whoever else I have on that show. One day is Halloween season. Yes. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. That's 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 you may, okay. Maybe the you're week. gonna you're gonna be may, real uncomfortable in this house once I start may, decorating. Maybe the whole weekend. You get the you get the weekend. What if it doesn't fall on a weekend? If it, then you get the you get both. You get the weekend before the the week of and the weekend after. But if it falls on a weekend, as it does this year, you get you get you get maybe the weekend. You get the whole month. And the month preceding, and the month following. No, you guys are going to wake up Green Day. Yep. They're trying to sleep, you know. Yep. You can't wake them up till the month is over. (laughs) 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 The Hella Megator! Did you see that? What? The Hella Megator! No. Oh, yeah. Green Day, Fallout Boy, Weezer, and the Interrupters Mm -hmm. on like a 10-day tour. You know, and uh, maybe twenty. I don't know, somewhere around there. But the closest they're coming is Pittsburgh. Of, yeah. Well, I guess Toronto, and then Pittsburgh. And um, I, I might want to go to Pittsburgh. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't like. Like, here's the thing: Green Day has sucked for like fifteen years now. <laughs> uh, Weezer is, you know, they've sucked for like twenty years now. Yeah. And like, so. Like Fallout Boy is okay, but they're not what? my. They're not. They're, they're not the band that I wanna. That I'm gonna like instantly go listen to at any point. I'm not about to go to Pittsburgh to see fucking Fallout Boy. So really, the if the, they're playing in the backyard, I might watch them. So really, the band to go see on this tour is the Interrupters. 
Like, Green Day has been fucking terrible for 15 goddamn... Well, I don't want to say 15 years, because 15 years is American Idiot. Okay. Green Day has been fucking terrible since everything after American Idiot. Fucking terrible. They lost me before American Idiot. They uh, really did. They lo Okay, so, like, I, I really was into Dookie. Yeah. Uh, I I bought Insomniac and I liked Insomniac. My mm -hmm. favorite Green Day song is on Insomniac. Okay. Uh, and uh, then, um, like I think I saw him for like Nimrod or Warning or maybe both of them. I don't know. I saw him twice. Um, and then, but then, like you know, it was all just like, okay, you know, this is all right. This is all right. This is all right. And then American Idiot came out, and like the you know American Idiot, the song itself is like okay. <laughs> but like the album as a whole as a story mm -hmm. I like that I have never sat down and listened to it I haven't given it that fair chance and so you know but it was like okay that's a that's a good style it makes sense for what you're doing mm -hmm. but they have not deviated from that style in 15 fucking years yeah like I, I liked and American Idiot I, I don't like 21, 21st century breakdown because it sounds exactly like American Idiot without the story. Mm. I, I didn't like Uno, Dose, and Trace because they're like, oh, this is a return to our pop punk sound and it sounds exactly like American Idiot in 21st <laughs> century breakdown. Okay, here's Revolution Radio. This is a return to our, our old sound. Nope, sounds exactly like the other shit. <laughs> and now they're releasing another album, which is going to sound exactly like all the other shit. But what if it doesn't? Then maybe I'll give it a chance, but from, I, I haven't, uh, they released a song, I guess, or they oh. leaked a song. I, I haven't heard it, but everybody who has says it sucks. Oh, lame. So, um, you know, like, Green Day is my best friend's favorite band, so I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like, I kind of hate the fact that I, I hate Green Day for the ya. last 15 years, you know, but I like, and I missed them on the American Idiot Tour. I had tickets, um, but it was his anniversary with his girlfriend, so I was like, yeah, here, here's the ticket. And Aww. I and I went and saw this incredible pro wrestling event instead, <laughs> uh, the ballpark brawl down at the. It was out right after a Bison's game. Oh, cool! Oh, it was, it was it was fun. It was a good show. That's interesting. The main event was Sandman versus Sabu in a ladder match. Yeah, okay, I, I was down for that. <laughs> anyway, um, but I digress. Uh, back to uh, we were going to talk about uh, my adventures. <laughs> we didn't talk about the poll, did we? Uh, well, I, I mentioned the poll, and I, I got angry about it. Get back to the poll. Fine. When does Halloween season start? One voter from the winning side wins a, side wins a grab bag of random local band stickers. Yeah. Um, and your choices are September and October, because for whatever reason, it wouldn't let me put more than two options, and I was going to say uh, September, October, and it never ends. Mm-hmm. That um, would be the right one. Uh, I mean, I, I say October, and somebody agrees with me, so it's, <laughs> it's two to one right now. You guys, go vote. And vote for the right one. Vote for October. Vote for the... Follow your heart. And, and, and here's the thing about... Somebody's calling me from a 716 number, but it's not Brian, so I'm not answering it. Anyway. What if it's... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I'm not answering it. They can leave a voicemail that I'll never listen to. Um, anyway, I digress. So, uh, you know, but but it's it's very clearly October. It's the later half of October. 
I'll give you, I'll, I will give you two weeks at the end of October. Two fucking weeks? I need two months. I'll give you two weeks at the end of October. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. It's September. 49ers football has started. They're 1-0. and and, and, and listen, I know you Buffalo Bills fans what out there. What the fuck does this have to do I, with I, Halloween? I, I know you Buffalo Bills fans out there are sitting there like, yeah, but Buffalo's undefeated. Yeah, you're one and oh, like everybody else, because it's the first fucking week of the season and preseason doesn't count. Anyway, and you only won because the other team missed two kicks. <laughs> you won by one fucking who, point. Who did they play? The Jets. You know what's funny is they played at MetLife Stadium last week and they're playing at MetLife Stadium again this week against the Giants. Oh, <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of kooky, I think. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but anyway, so I they probably just stayed in New Jersey or whatever. Might as well. Anyway, yeah. Um, but uh, and my Niners won by thirteen by fourteen points. So uh, you holy know. cannoli. Yeah, anyway, uh, I digress. Anyway, so so you you get September is is for the football fans. Okay, right? And then October, hockey season starts. Oh my god. So so you get the you get you get like 3 weeks of hockey season and then a week of Halloween and then back to hockey season. No. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Okay, honestly, you get a whole month of hockey and like a day of Halloween. No, yes. you get Okay, September. October and November. <laughs> you do not get November. That's my fucking month. No. Nope. <laughs> November are all Halloween. And then after that comes Christmas. <laughs> November is Joe month. That's my month. Mine and Leland's. Listen, <laughs> I love you and Leland. So I'll let you share the month with Halloween. <laughs> it is not Halloween. Halloween ends... Halloween starts at, at at midnight the morning of the 31st and ends the midnight the morning of November 1st. But it doesn't, That's... though, because there are... Um, okay, I'm not Catholic, but I was raised that way. I'll give you the and there 30th. Are, no, listen. The, the 1st and the 2nd of November are All Souls Day and All Saints Day. I don't know if it's in that order, but... Um, so it's kind of like a continuation of Dia de los Muertos or, um, you know, the Catholic version of it, at least. Um, JT, you're wrong. JT would agree with me that November is not Halloween month because that is also his month. <laughs> Why? What month do I get? Uh, uh, <laughs> July? <laughs> is that when my birthday is? <laughs> yes, I had to think. <laughs> I had to think about it. For, normally, I'm uh, normally my brain goes to your birthday when I walk into the pharmacy. And, right. Uh, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> I had to think. Wait, what, what? What? What number do I tell them all the time? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So all of the leaf changing months are Halloween. <laughs> Anyway, that is that is how that goes. So I went downtown to uh, get my Aquabats ticket the other day. Yeah, and just you know, I, I I've been putting it off. I've been meaning to go. I've been I wanted to go to Town Ballroom so that I didn't spend the money for the service fee. Right. So what do I do? What do you do? I I I, I slept. I woke up. I realized I, I was gonna leave, and I'm like, oh shit! I need to charge my phone. I'm at like ten percent battery. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm leaving at like 12. Mm -hmm. 
So 12 o'clock comes. I hop on a bus. I'm on Facebook. And I see the Sabres post a live video of some players on the ice. And they say, puck drops at 12.30 for the prospects game between the Sabres and the Penguins. <laughs> here at Harbor Center. Like, Fuck, I'm going to a hockey game. <laughs> you were sleeping. You were at your mom's house. You were sleeping. And I, I get to this game, and that's about the time you woke up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just woke up, and I want to come home. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm at, I'm at a hockey game, and sent you a picture. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm at a hockey game, and I went, and I sat down, uh, right next to the Penguins penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a heck of a game. It was, uh, you know, Buffalo got down uh, four nothing, uh, in the middle of the second period, and uh, came back to tie it. Uh, with a shorthanded goal, and then Pittsburgh scored on the same power play to take the lead and eventually the game. Yeah, uh, it was six to four win with the the empty netter goal, and uh, but it, I got to see a fight, <laughs> right? And 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 so this guy, uh, you know, it was right at the end of the second period, so they went back to the locker rooms instead of coming to the penalty boxes. And then I see this guy skate like from from the bench straight to the penalty box after the second after second intermission piece of gauze up his nose he got his ass beat <laughs> this dude on pittsburgh and i'm like you know puck hit the post i'm like man that hit the post harder than this guy got hit in the face <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if he heard me or paid any attention to me but he, he no sold it at least if he heard me so. <laughs> but uh yeah no it was, it was a fun game uh, you know a lot of uh you know a couple of players we'll see this season i'm sure like dylan cousins was playing uh um, but also a bunch of players, uh, you know, we might not see for a few years, um, on, on the Sabres anyway, you'll see them with the Amherst for sure. Um, oh. but, uh, it was a lot of fun. 1230 game on a Monday. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't mind, uh, seeing some more, uh, you know, midweek afternoon games that I randomly yeah. stumble upon. That, that's pretty crazy. So uh, all uh, all in all, to to save the like seven dollars in fees, I spent about thirty bucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably actually, yeah, probably probably about thirty because I, I spent for the bus pass. I mm-hmm. uh, I spent the ten bucks to get in. I spent seven fifty on a slice of pizza and a bottle of pop. Oh, that's where they gotcha. And I bought nine dollars worth of hockey pucks. Yeah. Yeah, I bought some souvenir pucks. I got you a Sabretooth one. You guys have no idea how much I love Sabretooth. And I, I got me a, a 50th anniversary puck. Uh, I couldn't find Sabretooth after the game. I was going to get a selfie with him for you. Uh, but um, I did send you a picture of Sabretooth watching from the balcony. Yes, yes. Um, which is where he is I... so damn cute. Which is where I took the original picture that I sent you as I was up in the balcony watching a little oh. bit. Oh, and then I'm like looking around, like, oh, there's there's plenty of seats over there. I'm gonna go sit by the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could have sat behind the players' bench. There was a couple of empty seats, so oh, yeah? that would have been nice actually. But uh, I I enjoyed where I was, so yeah, <laughs> you know, I could see everything. I I knew it was I could follow the game pretty well, and uh, you know, Harbor Center's a nice place uh, to catch a hockey game. Yeah, where's that? That's right downtown, right across from the arena. Oh, yeah. There's a bridge, literally, from the arena to the Harbor Center. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun. I got to see I got to see some early hockey before even preseason starts. So, yeah. Uh, really uh, excited. And, and, of course, NHL 20 comes out on Friday. <laughs> Karina's already like, great, I've lost them for the season. Yep. Yep. Who wants to hang out? I, I am... Uh, I normally wait till um, Black Friday. 
Yeah. Uh, but this time around, I, I really enjoyed some of the new features last season. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? I, I want to get in on this. I want to start playing right away. I want to start playing <laughs> on, online and, uh, you know, playing ones mode and, you know, get together with my team again because I stopped playing with them for a while. Oh, uh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about those guys. Yeah, I, I stopped uh, playing on that team after a few weeks. I stopped playing in general because I was so busy. Yeah. Um, which... You know, I'm super busy right now as it stands, but you know, you'll make time for hockey uh, as soon as as soon as we're off the air here. I need to be back in the booth and recording. And, yeah, uh, no dinner. Couple. Well, I guess dinner would probably be nice. Yeah, you can work, and I'll make dinner, and then when you take a break. Yeah, so I and it'll be nice. I don't have to actually. I, I don't have to spend money to eat today, like I did the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I so. It's, I hate arena pizza. <laughs> I really do. I, I had it one time. It, it's from Just Pizza, but it's Just Pizza in the arena. Yeah. Um, so I had it one time when the row behind mine won free pizza. Oh. But they gave him like a whole pizza. So they're like, hey, you guys want some? Like, yeah, cool. Free food. Yeah. Free and food are my two favorite F words. Um, <laughs> two, two favorite four letter F words. Anyway, and um, but the pizza was terrible. Yeah. And we had just pizza at uh, Music is Art. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Truck. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it wasn't as bad it as Arena not Pizza. Three dollar and fifty cent worthy pizza. It was not uh, what I. Well, no, it was not. But it was also not what I as bad as I was expecting after eating Arena Just Pizza. Right. Um, and of course, the only food establishment was Seven One Six. You know, had little you know carts on either side of the rink. Oh. And, uh, you know, they were selling just pizza out of there. They're like, okay, let me get a slice of pizza and a bottle of pop. And they're like, okay, seven fifty. Like, Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. Bend over and grab your ankles. And then yesterday, <laughs> uh, yesterday I was sitting around. I woke up, and I'm sitting around the house and getting ready to go uh, pick up some meds for you, actually. Yeah. I, I just put pants on, and I get this text. Like, hey, Joe, I'm, I'm going to be down on Elmwood if you want to hang out. From my buddy John, I haven't seen him in a while uh, since the last Living Brain Dead show. Actually, yeah. Um, actually, I don't even think I've heard from him since then. So it was like, I was I had already been thinking of texting him, but he was already on his way down. He said, oh, "Yeah, I'm gonna be over there around this time." I said, "Okay, dude. Yeah, I I can probably get there." So I had you just asked permission. Basically, I had just gotten dressed. I'm like, I better go. I'm sorry, I lost track. Could you please rephrase that? No. Nobody was talking to you, asshole. Anyway, uh, so I, I'm like, all right, let me take a shower. So I just got dressed, so I had to get undressed, take a shower, get dressed again, and head up to Elmwood and uh, meet up with my buddy. He was already at the bookstore. Yeah. Uh, so we went to the we did our usual thing where we went to the bookstore and ETS, and he took off after ETS. Uh, but I got my ETS, I got my beef and bean burrito, you know. <laughs> uh, I didn't get a pasta salad this time. No? I usually do. I didn't this time. I got my beef and bean burrito from ETS. Love ETS. If you're going to that Good Bar show on Saturday, I recommend uh, heading over there right after. If you're going to Tudor and you're driving, I recommend going to ETS. I don't care where you actually, wherever you are. If you're going to that show in Rochester on Saturday, drive to Buffalo and get ETS. Or a garbage plate in Rochester. Yeah, you could get a garbage plate and tell me all about it because I didn't get, get one Get a garbage the last time. plate to hold you over on the drive back to Buffalo. To get ETS. Yes. Right, I got you. Okay, so um, <laughs> so I got my ETS yesterday and you know my buddy took off and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to the record store. There you go. 
And I was looking through records, and I didn't want to spend a lot of money because I know NHL is coming out this week, and I'm right. like, I want to make sure I have the money for NHL. Um, so I'm sitting there, and I'm just you know going through the records, and I came across MC Hammer's uh, "Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him." <laughs> I'm like, yes, I just saw MC Hammer like three weeks ago. I want this record, so I bought that. And I was looking for Weird Al Yankovic Polka Party. I'm still looking for that, if anybody knows where I can find one. Um, so I asked the guy, you know, I, I grabbed the Hall & Oates record that I, you know, specifically searched for and found. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, because the MC Hammer was in the New Arrivals. They just oh. got in from, for, uh, you know, resale. Um, so I asked the guy, I said, man, you know, I'm looking for Weird Al Yankovic Polka Party. And he said... Oh, man, I haven't seen that one in a while, but, you know, have you looked in the comedy section? So he shows me where the comedy section is, and that's how I missed one of my buses home. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking through the comedy section. The only one they had was uh, Dare to be Stupid, which I already have. Yeah. Um, so I settled on, I got the Hall & Oates record, and I got the weir the uh, MC Hammer record, and came home, and uh, did some work, and, you know, you wanted to wish Allison a happy birthday. So I'm like, all right, I'll hang out out here with you, and uh, we... We listened to some Hall and & Oates and some MC Hammer. And, you know. <laughs> yes, we did. We did. I, uh, I'm i really excited. I, I was, uh, I've been looking at possibly buying the album Load by Metallica. Yeah. Which I know, you know, there's some Metallica fans listening that are, are going to be like, what the fuck do you want Load for when you don't own Kill 'Em All? <laughs> uh, but I really enjoy the album Load and uh, particularly the song The Outlaw Torn. I think we might have talked about this last week. Because they did a video uh, of them playing it in uh, in Germany somewhere, and um, of course they also played it at the uh, San Francisco uh, with the symphony the other day on mm. uh, both shows. Um, so I, I've been really dying to get particularly that song on vinyl, and they had it there and it was twenty eight, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna buy it today. <laughs> I, I am going to show restraint, and I'm going to wait till they re-release Load in in a couple of years. I bet with you all don't the make bonus, it that long. all the bonus stuff. You're probably right. I bought the Black Album, knowing full well that that's the next one getting the treatment. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's it's entirely possible I don't make it that long, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try because I got that Injustice for you know what I got the Black Album before the Injustice for All remaster came out. Okay. And so I did not know how good these remasters are. Oh. And now that I've got the Injustice for All one, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to wait. Yeah. I kind of wish I would have waited on the Black Album because, you know, the songs I want to hear on the Black Album sound incredible on this vinyl I've got. But I can't wait to hear them on the, on the you know, when, when they re-release it next year or two years from now or whenever. Yeah. And then the next one after that is going to be Load. Um. And maybe they'll do a box with, like, Reload or something. I don't know, because Reload is all music that was originally intended to be on Load, and then mm. they do the box set things where... I don't fucking know. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I got, I got to, uh, you know, go to the record store and buy some stuff, but I also had to pay for food, so it'd be nice to eat dinner without having to pay more money. And I, Sunday night, I was like, I'm hungry. I don't feel like cooking. <laughs> I don't really want anything I can get through Uber Eats. <laughs> uh, DoorDash had a deal where it was like 15, you get uh, free delivery on a minimum of a uh, $15 order. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not ordering 15 bucks worth of food. Yeah. Um, so I was just, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go to the store. And I spent 60 bucks at the store. 
You got a lot of food, though. I got food that's going to give me, like, ten meals. You know? I got, yeah. I got, like a pack of burgers. I got burgers and buns, and I got some buns for my steakums for my subs. You know, I got yeah. I got cheese. I even got a cheese slicer. Oh, my god! I used it last night. You had a little... I saw that because it was in the dishes. You had a little thing of cheddar, and I'm like, you know what? I want to try this thing. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> so I took this little chunk of cheddar and How just sliced. It, work? it worked okay. Yeah, I've never used my, one. Wasn't as good as the one my grandma had, but it was. Yeah. It, it'll work. It'll do. It'll it'll work better, I think, on the mozzarella than it did on the cheddar. It's a softer cheese, um, right? So, uh, but the, I I saw the cheddar and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, tasted so, good at least. So I ate the cheddar. Was it? Is it the extra extra sharp? I think so. I don't know. Oh, uh, my mom sent it, so it probably is. Yeah. So I I saw that while I was making a burger, and I'm like, ooh. I'm out of barbecue sauce, though. I'm kind of oh, bummed. Oh, shit. I put the thing back because there's still, like, a little in there. So if you shake put it hard enough. Put a tiny bit of water in. Uh, that, I don't want to do Just that. Just the tiniest no, bit. It's, it's watered down the barbecue sauce. It's fine. It's, I'll do, do it. That. I'll do it, and I'll put it on my macaroni. I should order some JR's barbecue sauce. It's uh, Jim Ross from AEW. Oh. Yeah. Um... We should. I don't know where to get that now, though, because he used to sell it through WWE Shop, but he doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> you should say, fuck barbecue sauce, and instead you should get some Garcia family salsa. Ooh, yeah. Jay. Jay, we want some yellow salsa. <laughs> I told him that the other day, I too. I bumped did. into him at, at Music is Art. I said, uh, listen, you know, Garcia family salsa, yellow sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm thinking of pineapple salsa. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah, mm, mmm, mmm, spicy and sweet. Kind of like, uh, Or peach salsa. Mmm. Eh, I, I don't know. Mango salsa. I don't know what a mango tastes like. Oh, my God. Mangoes are good. Guys, let us know what you think of mangoes. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're at seven votes, by the way. Well, what, what, what's it saying? Uh, three for September, four for October, including Lucky your Ryan. best friend. Rosie, it's all year. <laughs> yeah. In your She's, face. She is not my best friend. She is my cousin. <laughs> Fine, your cousin. She's not biologically my cousin, guys. We're talking about Rosie Laurenti. Um, <laughs> she's not biologically my cousin. We just tell people that we're cousins because it's easier than explaining our friendship. Um, because we're Italian, so we're probably related in some way, shape, or form. You know, that's me and my friend Shannon would call each other cousins. It's just easier sometimes. Uh, well, a lot of it was because we hung out all the time, and we were both single. Oh. So we didn't want people thinking that we were like dating or fucking or anything. You know, yeah. like so it's just like no, we're we're, we're co- you know this is my cousin Shannon. You know. <laughs> so like, uh, she was she was dating this dude in in New Jersey. And we would go up there, and I'd have to be her cousin. Like, uh, okay, I'm, uh, we're, we're cousins, cool. <laughs> Which is fine, because, you know, I, I completely understand, as I was also single, and, like, I don't need anybody thinking I'm fucking her either, you know? Right, like, right. You know? Or dating her or any of that. Like, like, no, no, this is my cousin. This is my cousin Shannon. So, you know... <laughs> So, it's time for music. It is time for music. What are we going to play? We are going to play some Janie Crash and the Tall Men, who are unfortunately unable to perform with us on Saturday. Uh, <sighs> we hope Eric gets well soon. Yeah, we really do. And, um, I mean, 
Janie Crash, they have a lot going on lately. They just got married. They, they did. just had folk and punk. It was they the did. same event. It was. Um, they this was supposed to I don't know if I'm supposed to this was supposed to be their last show in the area for the year. And uh, they were going to focus on, uh, they're, they're, they're going to focus on out-of-area shows. Um, so this is like an extra huge bummer because this was going to be our last chance to see them for a while. And I don't know, maybe we can get them to, to actually come, I don't, I, maybe we'll get them. So what we're going to do, we're going to play a live track from Janie Crash on the Tall Man, live Ooh. from the woodshed uh, back in 2017. Uh, the woodshed is where they have folk and punk. It's um, at their house, on their is, property. Yes, it is on their property. Uh, it, it is at their little shithole. <laughs> uh, this, uh, the, the, their house is, I'm sure, probably awesome, but this song was uh, supposedly about an apartment that they used to have. Oh, yeah? Uh, and the song's called My Little Shithole on All WNY. Think So Joe Show. <laughs>
Janie Crash and the Tall Men, My Little Shithole on all WNY. Thanks, so, Joe Show. I love that song. I think I, I, I think the uh, official explanation has something to do with uh, Cardboard Homestead. <laughs> of course. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think at a Nietzsche show one night, they were talking about, like, uh, Cardboard Homestead used to have, like, a basement venue, and there was <laughs> oh. something about that. I don't, I don't know. I could, be, I could be completely wrong here. I don't know. <laughs> It's entirely possible. Um, but anyways, yes. Uh, yeah. So we're back. Are we? Yes, we are. Are you sure? We are, yeah. Karina asked me when we went to the song break, she said, did you turn the mics off? <laughs> like I'm going to make that mistake and have to do more work again. <laughs> like I had to do last week when we accidentally talked over Grosh's song. <laughs> uh, I felt uh, it's, it's like yeah I, yeah this the sucks that we talked over their song but we're not gonna you know if you if you didn't hear it live you're not gonna hear it yeah because it's gone it's been overwritten it's gone it's been overwritten it's gone <laughs> it's gone yeah uh, it's uh, it, and you know um, our ad campaign with Anchor ended I'm bummed we're gonna, we're not yeah. gonna get money for this show anymore what uh, did we get like a whole dollar a dollar twenty. A dollar twenty, we could almost get a soda. I know. Ten years ago, we could have got a soda for a dollar twenty. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Dollar twenty-five. I know. When I was a kid, you could go to the store and with the tax and deposit, it was a dollar. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Yeah. I know. You guys. Inflation. <laughs> Inflation. Inflation. And then you know, capitalism. Could you, could you imagine like going back to the like? Going back to, like, it's the 50th anniversary of the Buffalo Sabres this season. Uh, the team was founded in 1970. So could you imagine going back to 1970, or they played the first game in 1970. Could you imagine time traveling back to 1970 and saying, hey, you know, 49 years from now, uh, a, slice of, a slice of pizza and a pop is going to cost you seven fifty. <laughs> could you imagine in 1970? like that? That's, that's a day's wages. That is probably you're probably accurate on that. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. I wonder if I can find like an inflation calculator. I don't know. Hey Google, what would a seven dollars and fifty cents today be in 1970? On the website in 2013dollars.com, they say, in other words, one hundred dollars in 1970 is equivalent in purchasing power to about six hundred forty-seven dollars and eighteen cents in 2018, a difference of five hundred forty-seven dollars and eighteen cents over forty-eight years. The 1970 inflation rate was five point seven. Hey Google, <laughs> stop! <laughs> that, that's enough information. Thank you. Um, I don't even know if that came. I, I think it came through on the microphones. I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, it was like $600, $660. Or so $100 was worth like $600. So you got to figure in two, in 2013 money. Uh, so you got to figure like, you know, back then it probably cost a dollar yeah. for a pizza and a pop. Oh, wow. At, you know, at the arena. Yeah. It cost you a nickel, you know, at the store. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So now $7.50. And you know what? That's probably the least I've ever spent at a Sabres game on, on, on you know, because <laughs> I always buy the souvenir drinks and those are always like seven bucks now, $6.50, oh, yeah. $7, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. 
But I got a couple They're of hockey. They're not even good oh, yeah. cups anymore. No, it was the one Buffalo Cups. I hope they have something n nice for this season, the 50th season. Oh, yeah, that would be really nice. Um, I really want to get the uh, the 50th anniversary jersey. I got a message today. You were sitting, uh, you you, you uh, came back in the room right after I got this message. Um, somebody is selling on Marketplace for $50 a Jack Eichel jersey. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, shit, that's a good deal because right. player jerseys are like 200 bucks. So, yeah, 50 bucks. But it's a Chinese knockoff jersey that you could get for 35 bucks. <laughs> New. This is a used Chinese knockoff jersey. Somebody's trying to sell for 50 bucks. That's silly. Actually, no, it's got the tags on it. So I imagine they haven't worn it. But Or my theory is what happened is they bought the generic, you know, the, the, the Chinese knockoff for 35. Mm-hmm. And then, like, eventually they got themselves one of the, you know, Adidas ones, mm -hmm. official licensed like I have, and just maybe they have, like, the retag, like, the tag machines. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they just put the tags from the Adidas one on the, I don't know, who knows? Hmm. But, like, it doesn't even look good. No, it doesn't. It looks like somebody pasted together construction paper sideways. Like, it's lopsided. It's, like, I see people all the time, like, oh, look at this great jersey I got. And I'm like, yeah, your laces are too thin. Your number is not where it's supposed to be. Your, like, your fabric behind the nameplate is way too thick. <laughs> the NHL logo is off center in the, in the, in the collar, yeah, good job. You got yourself an ugly-looking fucking Chinese knockoff jersey for 35 bucks and yep. with none of the money going towards the team, and you look like shit. <laughs> but I don't have $100 to spend on a hockey jersey. Okay, then buy a t-shirt. <laughs> buy a jersey. Don't, you know, you don't a have shirzy? to buy it. That's a, it's, a, it's a shirt that looks like a jersey. I used to have one. I used to have a Dominic Hashko one back in the day with the goat's head. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it doesn't look like a jersey, but, you know, it's got the name and number on the back and all that, mm, you know? Like, I think I know what you mean. But, like, you know, so I had one of those back in the day because I couldn't afford, a, you know, $100 for a hockey jersey. Yeah. Um, or, you know, back then, the, the jerseys, just the blank jerseys were 60 Now they're 120 130 you know? <laughs> 180 for the Adidas ones. Like, um, and you you really only have two choices between Adidas and Fanatics. And the Fanatics ones look okay. They're comfortable. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, but if you really want to look like the players on the ice, you want the Adidas jerseys. But you can you can always tell these knockoff Adidas jerseys because they've got these really thin fucking strings in the co you know yeah. in, in the collar. Um, the NHL logo isn't as vibrant as it should be. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the like I said, this particular one, the fabric behind the nameplate was fucking. Like opaque, <laughs> like it shouldn't look like that guy. Like that's I'm not gonna, you know. So, I I sent a message back to the guy who sent me, and I said, "Man, I'm not spending fifty bucks for a thirty five dollar knockoff jersey." <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent me a a slug, a buffalo slug. Uh, somebody was selling for, I don't I don't know what the price was, but it was like, yeah, I, I you know it was a Reebok one. It's like I think that one looks authentic. And I don't know if it's just because, like, you know, they, they started fucking up when the Adidas ones came along. But the, this Reebok one he sent me looked authentic. And I could see the price point being something you'd spend for a used, you know, for, for an old jersey like that. 
Like I got my, you know, 1980s Sabres jersey for like 35 bucks from a guy on eBay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's an authentic CCM jersey. Like it's not, you know, it wasn't a Chinese knockoff. It's literally, basically, if you went to Locks in the 1980s, yeah, it's the jersey you would buy there. And I know I'm spending a lot of time talking about hockey jerseys. I love hockey jerseys. I own a, <laughs> I own a shit ton of them. His closet is full. Oh yeah, no somebody uh, somebody posted on uh, the Sabers group, and they, it was a meme, and it said hoodie weather. No, it's sweater weather, and it was just like a closet full of NHL jerseys. And so I went to my closet and I took a picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got plenty of them to choose from. Yeah. I've got like seven Sabres jerseys. I got a New Jersey Devils jersey, a Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues jersey. <laughs> which I'll stop bragging about the St. Louis Blues as soon as the season starts. Don't worry. <laughs> will you though? I will because it'll be back to uh, rooting for the Sabres. Okay. And then as soon as they're out of the playoffs, provided they don't, you know, win the stand, you know, make the finals or anything. Um, you know, as soon as they're out of the playoffs, I, I will go back to bragging about the St. Louis Blues. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy, you know, that my second team won. Uh, and now it's time for my first team to win with our soccer coach that we have. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was chatting with Ryan, uh, Ryan McEnany of Shambles, mm. uh, whose CD release is also coming up soon. Um, we'll talk about that when it, when the time comes, as it gets closer, I was talking to Ryan and I was addressing my concerns about the player, uh, about the coach of the Sabres being a soccer coach. And he said, you know what, but though, like you're, you're worried about nothing because the things that he needs to know and needs to be able to coach, it's more about motivation than strategy. Okay. And, and you know what? He, he's not wrong. I don't disagree with him at all on that point. And I guess we'll see what happens uh, once the puck drops in October. Yeah. Kind of bummed that the home opener is on a Saturday because that means the tickets are going to be astronomical. Yeah. Um, you know, more than I want to spend, at least. You know. So, uh, I don't know. But I'll, I'll definitely be hitting a lot of weekday games again this season like I did last year. And, yeah. Uh, you know, getting to go support, going to support the Sabres and, and cheering them on. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to it, too. Um, I don't go to as many games as you, but I do go to some games, and I enjoy the games. And uh, I love Sabretooth. I've gotten to see some games with some really good friends over the last season. Like, you know, you get, you went to a bunch of games with me. Uh, my buddy Sean Wright came to a game with me and, and later made up for it by taking me to a uh, Bison's game. Oh, yeah. Um, which, actually, me taking him to the Sabres game was making up for him taking me to a Sabres game a couple of seasons ago. So you guys just have a thing going I, on, I huh? guess so. So now I owe him a Bison's game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went with Ryan McEnany to a bunch of games and uh, went to went to a game with Scott Leffler. Right. Um, so I got to see some hockey, great hockey with some great people. I don't I guess it wasn't great hockey outside <laughs> of the 10-game winning streak, which we went to a couple of games at during. Yeah. Um... But, you know, I, I really enjoy my time uh, at the arena, and I was very excited to see that there was a Sabres game, you know, even if it was just a Prospects game going on. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, I kind of want to go to this. I kind of want to, I miss hockey. I'm going to go see this hockey game. Yeah. And I got home at like four instead of like, you know, one. <laughs> hey, you made it in time to pick up my prescription. That's all that matters. I got your prescription. I came home. I beat you home, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Really close. 
don't uh, know. Yeah, I, I... Yeah, I think you did. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Yeah, because I helped you bring stuff in the house. Yeah, you did. So... I got home before you, um, but yeah, I, I uh, you know had a, had a good time. Really, uh, really nice venue there, the Harbor Center. If you haven't been in for, uh, you know, a Buffalo Buttes game or whatever, um, which I'd like to, uh, if you know the NHWL, NWHL, whatever, NWHL, National Women's Hockey League. Uh, if that does proceed this season, I wouldn't mind going to check out a Buttes game. That'd be cool. Uh, they always happen to fall on weekends, and I'm always, like, you know, typically had been previously unavailable. Um, but now I might be able to catch them. Yeah. My weekends are pretty open. I might even be able to drag the kid down there. They're relatively inexpensive to go attend. Yeah. Uh, September's pulling away now. You guys um, you guys who are with me on this October thing need to start voting. <laughs> At least get it tied. If it's nah. if it's tied by next Wednesday at seven o'clock, I get the tie tiebreaker, <laughs> and you know which way that's going. So, vote, go vote. Think so, Joe? Show poll. When does Halloween season start? Get yourself a grab bag of local band stickers. There's some good stuff in there. I saw yeah Johnny Revolting in there. Living Brain Dead. Some all WNY stickers are in there. Think so Joe stickers. Yeah, think so Joe stickers. Uh, there's an at the helm sticker. We still gotta. We still gotta put a. We we picked a winner and I don't remember who it was and I never notified them for the Think So Joe show uh, grab bag thing that we did a couple of weeks ago. Oh. Um, was I not here for that one? You you came up with the poll, and then you weren't here for like two weeks. Yeah. So that's what happened. Sorry. You, you missed a few episodes, and I didn't... You know what it was? Is It ended the week that I did the hour-long show before the... Uh, oh, right. Uh, before the Electric Avenue, I uh, think so, uh, the Living Brain Dead show. <laughs> Damn, Leland's got me... Thinking about my old band, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Calls us, uh, you know, the living bread and think so, think so bread and, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, had a good had a good week. Yeah, had a good week. I uh, really, you know, got to get out of the house and go. Uh, even like Thursday, I went and I made some shirts and stuff. I went. Yeah. I I took off. I went down to like the Boulevard Mall area. I got a. You know, some heat transfer vinyl and a couple of hoodies. And I walked around with, uh, you know, a yellow sauce hoodie on that says, uh, actually, it's right behind me right now. It says 7 p.m. Kids Village Rink Stage. Yeah, I walked around with that all day, hoping to get some attention for our, our performance. It didn't uh, seem to work. I, I guess not. Uh, but we, uh, I did post my Living Brain Dead hoodie up on uh, yeah. on Facebook. It and looks some, good. People seem to be interested in it, and uh, so we might be offering that. Um, basically, where I was at when I posted that was I wanted to run it through the wash a few times. Yeah. Uh, just kind of get an idea of, uh, you know, how well it holds up, because it was um, really the first thing I've done with this particular uh, vinyl that I have. Yeah. Um. And my heat press that I now have. Yeah, which makes things go a lot smoother. Yeah, we well the we washed a t-shirt yesterday and all of it started coming up uh, that we did with um, an iron, an iron and like really good heat transfer vinyl, yeah. like like really like thirty two dollar for fifteen yard heat transfer vinyl, as opposed to I did the the living brain dead hoodie in 
you know, $25 for 15 yard. Yeah. You know, 10 bucks cheaper than what the other stuff was. But we did it with a heat press and it seems to work. It seems to have worked fine. Um, I, I think maybe with those t-shirts, I might not have even pressed them long enough because for, well, no, because that's supposed to be 300 degrees, 305 degrees at like 15 seconds. So I can't imagine that I didn't do it long enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but uh, we got a heat press now, so our stuff is actually going to hold up apparently. Because <laughs> um, I I ran your yellow sauce hoodie with that yeah. same vinyl. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I got a yellow sauce hoodie. Ran it through the wash. <laughs> ran uh, ran my living brain dead one through the wash and dryer twice, and it's holding up just fine. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to put that up for sale soon Sweet. for uh, for ordering online. I don't think we're going to have them at shows just because. They they're heavy and bulky. They're heavy and bulky. They take up a lot of space. They take up a you know they they cost money to produce. Right. Uh, more so than the t-shirts. Um, so I would rather you know I'll I'll order them. You know you can order them online. We'll make them. We'll deliver them. Or you can pick them up at shows or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it would be you know easier I guess. Um, so living brain dead hoodies I guess coming soon. Look out for them. Look out. Yeah, it Look is. Out. I, well, I may not agree with you that it is Halloween season. It is uh, around hoodie season. <laughs> right uh, right now. We're back and forth for hoodie weather. Don't go outside with a hoodie right now. It's warm. In At nighttime, maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, now that the sun's down, it might be nice with a hoodie. I don't know. Ask Google. I, I'm not no. He's Let's gonna give me another. Going. Give me another long-winded answer. He's just gonna go rant on and on until I tell him to shut up. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I got to. I wore a hoodie most of the day uh, for music is art. Yeah. I actually had a hoodie and a t-shirt, both with the same design. Right, right. Uh, so that I could take the hoodie off if it got too warm, which it did a couple of times when I was inside. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when I was outside, it was it was nice. Um. I'm really bummed, you know. I missed this. I missed the thunderstorm last night because I was so busy. Aww. I, I was talking. Did it to... affect your work? No. If it did, I would have gone outside and watched it. Well, I'm surprised. That was the problem was I was I was so busy. I'm like I can't. Go, I have to get a lot of this shit done tonight. Yeah. And there's still so much more I got to do. After yeah, you out came here. to bed and you were like, I might go back to work. And then I slept for eight hours. Yep. Because I <laughs> let you. Yeah, you you got up and I slept for eight hours and I woke up and I'm like, oh, uh, I still have work to do. And I came in here to do the work. And it's like, yeah, I have a list of phrases for you to say. And he didn't pay extra for it, which he's supposed to. And I probably won't say anything because I'm a nice guy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and I've, I've also worked for this guy before and it, and it wasn't that it wasn't as bad as I make it out to be with him. Because they're phrases and not just individual words. Um, so I'm just like, but he sent him in five scripts. I'm like, God damn it, dude. So like, uh, this is way too much work to do right now. I'll do them later. <laughs> I'll get them done before they're due. Um, but yeah, there's that. There's a bunch of YouTube stuff. There's all kinds. Of, I did. I, do you know what I did last night? What? I, this, you, you will never believe what I did last night. Just tell me. I narrated for some guy's album. <laughs> you did not. I absolutely, that is ridiculous. absolutely narrated for somebody's was album. It cool? Yeah, yeah, it was a nice, it was a neat story. So, uh, and what he was doing was, um, 
you know, narration, song, narration, song, narration, song, narration, song. Um, so, you know, it was pretty cool. He, you know, he paid me well for it. And, uh, that's awesome. we got it. I, I, you know, I sent it to him. I said, dude, you know, if, if this isn't the way you want it, let me know. And we'll, you know, we'll redo it until it's right. Um, and, and he basically said in his notes to me, like, yeah, we're, we're going to make, this is going to be the best thing in the world. Aww. You're, you're, you know, you're going to give me the best narration. I'm going to put out the best song and we're going to put out the best thing in the world. That's so cool. Uh, so that's, uh, that's cool. Man. Well, when he, he actually reached out to me a couple of nights ago. I got to rush through the story now because we got five minutes left. But uh, he reached out to me a couple of nights ago and told me what he wanted to do. And I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, and I sent him, the, you know, a couple of the yellow sauce tracks. I didn't yeah. send him home because, you know, I, I didn't, you know. It had the whole song after it, but I like here's some of the narration I've done for Yellow Sauce. Yeah. You know, this is like, you know, to give you an idea of like how I would probably do this for you. And so he, you know, sent me a bunch of messages, but I was already out of the studio. And mm-hmm. by the time by the time I got back in, he had sent me an order. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, <laughs> I guess I'm doing this now. And what I found out is Scott Leffler actually did a bit on somebody's album ten years ago. No shit. And it's crazy. Like it was, he played a character instead of just a narrator. He played a televangelical. Oh my god. Kind of, uh, you know, character. Um, which was very interesting. Uh, he sent me the, he sent me the, uh, Google play. Yeah. Uh, and I listened to it and it was, oh man, you know, that's, you know, it, it had some words that, uh, Scott wasn't comfortable with, but it was, you know, we, we kind of discussed like, there are times when it's okay to say words that you in real life would never say when you're doing, uh, audio, when you do, when you're doing, you know, um, narration scripted narration mm-hmm. in, in a sense of like you know i i mentioned uh the historical stuff that historical you con in a in a historical context like a book written uh by a civil rights leader in the 1920s that you're reading word for word it's okay because it's in context whereas i had another guy who and, and this wasn't the word that you know that that wasn't the word that no. he was uncomfortable with in the, i was in trying to figure out how that would work uh, it, that wasn't the word, but I also had somebody ask me if I could do a, you know, a bumper for their, pro, their you know, a promo bumper for their podcast, uh, which I turned down because I didn't feel comfortable using that word in that situation. Um, so the, it was, it was a derogatory term against homosexuals Okay. Uh, that Scott was using throughout this that he said he didn't feel comfortable with. And I yeah. said, you know what, I, I would, in, in this case... You're playing a character that is obviously not you, obviously doesn't reflect your values, and is obviously meant to be a parody of televangelists. So I think in this situation... The parody is where it it gets me on board. I think in this situation, it's okay. Yeah. I understand being uncomfortable, because I would also be uncomfortable using that word. If you weren't uncomfortable, it would make me uncomfortable. Right. Um, So uh, we're going to run a little in overtime. We're going to... This one? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're going to run a lot into overtime because this is his longest song. <laughs> uh, but we're, we, we, we it's gotta... his album self-titled. Okay. Er, um, album title. Title, yeah. The title track from his album. Yes. Uh, we're going to play some Astrobula. You can catch him Saturday at Tudor Lounge. Yes. $5 cover. Doors open at 8 o'clock. 21 yep. up with ID. Uh, I will be there towards the end of the night. After Aquabats. After Aquabats, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Astrobula, and this song is called Tyrone Street. 
on all WNY Think So Joe show. We'll see you next week. Keep it to yourself, never change.